Welcome to Pastors Podcast. Pastor Scott here with Pastors Chris and Zach from Cornerstone South Bay. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Actually here on the Cornerstone West LA campus. Here we are. Yeah. Invading. I need you closer to that mic, man. Uh, okay. You know, you, I, you, you, we, we tested it. We don't know how this stuff works, <laughs> man. <laughs> we tested it, and then you were like, all of a sudden, you're now you're like laid back. That's true. He's nervous. We're used to just, you know, I put my phone on the pulpit, and I hit record, and that's about the extent of our... <laughs> Technological. That's it. Yeah, it works great. Oh. So, Chris, you were here to uh, share just a couple of weeks ago in the services. It was just a, a huge blessing for everybody. And, I mean, also kind of weird... Because it was an opportunity for a bunch of people to meet you. Yeah, it was, uh, well, yeah, it was, it was unique for multiple reasons in that sense, right? I mean, yeah. I, got up, I got up on stage and, uh, y- y- you know, you and Brian and Matt, mm-hmm. I, I, I knew you guys have, just with COVID and everything being condensed over the past few years, um, I, I knew you'd had a lot of change here. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously with Shalom um, and folks moving but uh, you get up there, and I was like, "Oh, I don't recognize a whole lot of faces," <laughs> which is, which is, you know, on the one hand, really, really encouraging. Um, and of course, there were still plenty of, of folks who um, I I loved seeing, and I know mm-hmm. Shannon was really sad to not be here. I had a, a number of uh, women come up and ask where mm-hmm. where Shannon was at, and um, promised her that she could come one Sunday. Um, so. <laughs> I'm throwing at that out there, but yeah, it it, uh, it was it was really encouraging just to see the number of a number of new folks. Um, you know, unfortunately, just I know with service times and and kids running around and talking to various folks, I, it's not, I didn't get to meet a ton of people as I I certainly wish um, I could have. But you know, you can send them down our way and I'll meet them. There we go. For, that sounds for a longer period. Of sounds time, good. So. Well, and we'll we'll introduce you via the the podcast. That everyone listens to the, 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 the leaning <laughs> the podcast yeah. here. So I mean, it's been three years since you guys said. I mean, coming up on right. So it's almost yeah. It's been was it beginning of November. At November of Thanksgiving, the, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, November 2019 was when we held our first worship service. Our we all had relocated down there over the summer. Mm-hmm. 2019 so depending on how you slice it it's either been over three years or almost three years got it yep yeah yeah, yeah. so over three years since you all moved had moved down there mm-hmm. um, and then just just about three years since the last time we yep. all worshiped together yep yep yeah yep. um, and it's been quite an interesting <laughs> few years <laughs> Yeah, you want to uh, take that one to start, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, so I, we've talked about this a little bit, right? We've talked on, I mean, okay, the last time we talked on the podcast was maybe yeah, when was that? Year? It was one year. <laughs> it was the, no, it was the one year when we came for our, uh, we were coming up on our one year anniversary. Oh so my that gosh. Been, it Has it been that ago. long? Yep. Yeah, so it would have been November 2020. Oh, it is COVID time. Yeah. Okay, so we, we were still t- talking in, in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking back, how would you describe... Planting a church and a new work in, with that, I mean, it was, what, four months in? All of a sudden, everything gets shut down? Well, I like to tell people that um, I don't know anything about planting a church. <laughs> and so it seemed the best strategy was to plant a church in a season when nobody knows anything about planting a church. <laughs> because <laughs> that, the playing field. that instantly makes us experts in the field, right? <laughs> 
I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zach was at a conference somewhat recently and like meeting all these other pastors and you could see like Zach was telling me people, you know, when they asked about the church were like, oh yeah, we planted this church in November, 2019. And you see people kind of think about it and they realize like, oh, you're, you're still a pastor here. Well, that's, that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's what like, I, I don't want to just jump over that. Right. Like the Lord's grace mm-hmm. to sustain this new work that I think the vast majority of times and probably the vast majority of other examples of this throughout the, the country, you know, you start COVID happens and it's like, okay, well we tried. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like just yep. bad timing. Yep. But the Lord had a bigger plan yep. and was doing something else, doing something in the midst of you in the midst and, and really preparing both for what he had in store for that season and preparing for kind of this season mm-hmm. now on the other side of that. Um, I mean, how, how would you describe your sense of that in the moment? Mm. <laughs> or was did you not have it at all? Was it kind of like, I guess we tried? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. How did how did you walk through that? What was that like? I don't remember ever seriously thinking, do we need to shut this down? Right. Mm. But I definitely remember thinking, what are we doing, and how much longer can we do it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and part of that was just the logistics of we're here to reach a community and try to grow this church mm-hmm. and we can't because mm-hmm. we can't engage the community in any way. Um, and some of that was more, I guess, personal, spiritual insecurities of these poor people that came with us, <laughs> you know, like going through this monumental time in world history and you know who do they have to try to shepherd them through us they've got us you know and like what do we know we're trying to figure this out too Mm um so there were definitely i think for me anyway it was a i can't try to take it more than just you know we're gathering together again next sunday Mm. and let's try to be faithful this week in caring for the people that we have um, interpersonally and caring for them by facilitating the worship of God corporately Mm -hmm. and we'll just kind of take it as it comes Mm -hmm. yeah I yeah Zach and I never once talked about like shutting it down really yeah nope I mean, it never. I mean, in one sense, it doesn't surprise me, but right. I think, but I think that that would be it doesn't ignorance sur- is bliss. Well, no, I mean, it, it, it doesn't surprise me knowing you guys knowing our relationship. It doesn't surprise yeah. me personally, but I think that would surprise people. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. and I don't. I mean, uh, you know, now I'm kind of just recollecting to the best I can. Like, I don't know how much of that was the, the knowledge of kind of the safety net, so to speak, we had here, mm. um, because all, all of our members were members here mm. first, right? Yeah. Um, at, at that time, and we, we, you know, we weren't getting new members during during COVID, uh, with with the exception of folks who moved down from here, which yeah. was such an incredible blessing. I mean, we had multiple families move down, um, which, you know, going back to your question, like we the church grew mm-hmm. um, even in the midst of COVID when we're really not meeting folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not to the extent you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have. A, two new members join us um, who moved from the East Coast and they were with us for 
six to eight months and then shipped off to Africa. We're hoping they're coming back. That's a whole other story. Yeah, a whole other story. But um, yeah, we never never talked about it. I mean, I think to Zach's point, I think we just thought one week at a time, let's try to be faithful. We were, you know, like everybody, I mean, exhausted and frustrated and not I mean I just yearn I remember sitting it's, it seems so long ago but I remember just Sunday mornings waking up sitting on the couch you know getting the family in on the couch and like that being our worship together and I mean that feels so distant now but it's yeah. not and, um, and that went on for a while you know mm-hmm. and uh, that was hard that's a hard season and um, we were so blessed by our people enduring that because at any point they they could have left and gotten the exact same experience some somewhere else or here and and you know it's just a, that would have been an easy time to leave um, and, and nobody did right huh. which is which is just such a grace of God and um, I, I don't I you know again COVID was one of those things um, that unraveled you know kind of as we were yeah, nobody knew yeah, yeah, i mean yeah, we yeah. all we're thought all oh, oh four yeah, weeks yeah. oh eight weeks oh yeah. a few months you know it just yeah. kept going yeah. um and so it's it's hard to kind of imagine how that felt but um i just it's it's amazing right that mm. folks didn't leave during that and they they kept on and they you know we we had our wednesday night groups um it was really hard to have real community like mm-hmm. to to build you know like vulnerable times with each other um as everybody experienced but we were really blessed by the fact that in many ways i think we we already felt that mm-hmm. with the families who are committed to the church plant even to some extent the folks who moved down so um i think we're just yeah we, we were you know maybe just too ignorant to be asking like well should we throw in the towel <laughs> but i'm so glad we, we didn't so. So, so much of that is uh, again, you mentioned the safety net, and so that we had here in terms of the financial support that we were provided mm-hmm. up front. Um, but even, I mean, we discovered pretty early on. I mean, the genero- the financial generosity of the people that were with us, that even started to make the gifts that we received from Cornerstone West LA less and less essential to our functioning, and because of, I think, their financial giving, but also their continued investment, like Chris mentioned, of just showing up mm-hmm. week after week, it never really became critical. You know, like there wasn't ever a Sunday where nobody showed up or, mm-hmm. you know, only a small number. Like we never saw numbers dwindling. Mm-hmm. And so I think the reason why we never really seriously entertained shutting it down was well, everybody's still here. Mm. And these are people that need to be cared for. Yeah. And, and I think, and it's personally, like, I think our people sustained me just as much, if not more, than yeah. anything that I was providing as their pastor mm. sustained them. They were just uh, such a huge blessing to us. Mm. And, I mean, from the outside, it seems like that has built a really just unique family and community that the Lord's built there. And I mean, it, it takes that sense on the front end that it seems like the Lord's calling us to this, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're all, and we're all moving, we're all investing this because this is the Lord's doing, this is the Lord's working, but brings a reality and a depth to that when you 
go through that together and has seemed like it's brought on the other side of that even over the last year um, a really rich community and family um, that the Lord's I don't know the Lord's redeemed this crazy and, and ugly in a lot of ways season and brought some pretty incredible fruit yeah I mean I, I was I was trying to touch on this Sunday when I shared and you know obviously without time to really do so and it just it's incredible to me that our church really does feel like a family mm. I mean it just like really does to me mm. um, to the point where I between being here and then a kid being sick and then me being really sick I had missed three Sundays in a row uh, until this past Sunday mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy Zach mm. thought I was quit, uh, quiet quitting um, <laughs> um no, I'll be there. I'll be there next Sunday. I promise. Um, so I got to be the senior pastor. <laughs> um, but it like felt special to go back. You know, where I was like, I really miss this. Um, and and that's a good thing. Like I think the church should feel that way. Yeah, it should feel like family. Um, and so I I just I look back on preparing to church plant, and again that advice of like, hey, think about it like a community group and go from there and uh it it has felt like that season provided kind of a forced uh incubator in a sense of growing Mm -hmm. that community um and like zach said we're just so grateful for those folks kind of riding it out and Mm -hmm. pray that they continue to i mean clearly we we desire to grow and bring people in you know i mean that's why we we got there um went there not not for the numbers but for the sake of the the kingdom growth and uh but it there's something to be said about inviting people into that, you mm-hmm. know, um, and there can be hard parts about that. But I really do. I think people are people are made for community in the image of God. And I think they're they're longing for that deeply. And people coming out of covid are, I think, feeling that especially. And, um, you know, we, we want to invite people into a community where we feel like God has done that at the most foundational level and united us. Um, in the love of Christ and, and we want to offer that to other people, mm-hmm. you know? And so it, it's just been, it has been just a very, very rich um, blessing for us to be a part of. And, and I'll just echo what Zach said that I have felt served more than I have felt like I've served in mm-hmm. so many ways. So. Mm-hmm. What a blessing. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we, and we can focus, I mean, there's like all sorts of stories that come out of COVID <laughs> in that season, sure. but I, I'd love to hear on, at this point, where you feel like the church is now, you know, what, what have the last six, what have the last six months been like? And what's the Lord doing in this season? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a- after having brought you through and produced some incredible fruit in that season, what, what, what's, he, what's he doing in this season? And what have you seen even more recently? I think a couple things. Uh, you mentioned the last six months. So a big part of that is summer. Right. And so when I think one of the things we've gotten to experience for the first time as a church is, and especially as a small church, is how noticeable it is when our members are away. Um, you know, with people traveling and, and being gone, you, you get to a big place and you expect some of that, but there's still going to be a lot of people around. Whereas, you know, being small as we are, it, we really feel when somebody's gone for, you know, good reasons, happy, you know, like normal reasons. But it just, it, that's something I think for me that, that I really felt struck by 
that over this the last few months was oh man it like i really notice and i miss having everybody all together mm. um having you know 90 percent of the church all together uh when it's 40 percent just because everybody's got something scheduled and we haven't really had opportunity to witness that before because <laughs> nobody could go anywhere um, for our first couple of years. And so, um, you know, it's not just a numbers game. It's, it's I think, picking up on, on what Chris is saying, like that sense of community and being uh, tied to each other and, and like you can't just pull pieces out and not, not experience the, the lack mm. of that. Um, so that's sort of looking back, uh, and I think that's a good thing. It maybe sounds negative, but I, I think just that recognition is is a real positive. Um, thinking about fam- like the church's family, that's not to say that the relationships are you know superficial or saccharine. I think families are complex, and mm-hmm. the season introduced a level of complexity into our relationships that provides depth it provides challenges as it does in any family but it provides a depth that you know this isn't just something it's not a social club mm. right there these are dynamic relationships that we're building with each other that we're having new opportunities to sort of experience in all kinds of different ways yeah. um but I think another is i think we're all now finally at a spot where we're eager to turn outward and engage in the ways that we intended to when we first went down there and haven't been able to. And so now we get to, and we're trying to figure out, okay, what does that look like? (laughs) How do we do that? Um, And we've had, we just had our second one. Uh, We've had two sort of family calendar meetings one kind of at the beginning of the summer and one in the last couple of weeks where we've been trying to look ahead and say like, let's, let's be serious about this, you know, and commit to taking active, tangible steps to engage our community. How can we do that? What does that look like? Let's put some outreach events on the calendar. Let's put some, uh, you know, different uh, community events that we're going to, we want to be in um, so that we can, you know, try to just see who's here and let people know that we're here and provide different forums for people to meet others and, you know, see what sticks. And um, there's been, a, a, it's been amazing actually to see like the number of people that have shown up to these meetings mm-hmm. and have actually engaged and thrown around ideas and have raised their hand to say, hey, I'll commit to, you know, sort of taking the lead on that or, um, you know, so we're, we're in that, I think that's the season where we're in right now is mm. starting to do this. We've done a couple things. We've got, uh, we've got something planned each month through the end of the year. And we've got some things that we're working on for the spring. And, um, I don't, that it's exciting and also a little scary because yeah. again, now it's like, Oh, now we actually have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it, it sounds like, the, like in a lot of ways, the launching of the yeah. public, not public, but the the outward mm-hmm. orientation mm-hmm. Um, that this might be on a little bit of a different timeline than you originally. Yeah. Was, but 
this is the purpose, right? This is the purpose for multiplying churches into communities. And I'm hopeful, um, how do I say this? You know, when you, when you start a new thing, there's a lot of um, enthusiasm and excitement that comes along with the new thing mm-hmm. that, that, that I think provides a lot of initial momentum. Um, we had that, and then we all spent it um, just trying to survive mm. and get through. <laughs> yeah. And so in a lot of ways, you know, I don't know that that same in, that same um, naive enthusiasm or blind enthusiasm um, is present because now we're all residents of these communities, mm-hmm. and but the but the work is still there and the work is still required of us. And so there's almost a I, I see that as a hard thing, but ultimately a good thing because. I'm hoping that it means that we will develop commitments that are based on our conviction and not on our, you know, sort of mm. emotional um, pep rally kind yeah. of thing that, that yeah, that, that we have. That's, I think that's really insightful. I think in, in a lot of ways it's, it, that's, I mean, that's the heart of you as a pastor, right? To see lifestyles develop. Mm. Uh, Choices that yeah that aren't just a one-time excitement. Oh yeah, I can do that. But but ways ways of living and sacrificing that are oriented towards the spread of the gospel in our communities. And yeah, it's really what an exciting moment in that sense. But in it, it, it with a deeper excitement than just like oh we're we're starting something. Let's all go do something. But the I mean and again on the also with a, the confidence that comes with being on the heels of seeing what God has done both what he's preserved and the growth that he's produced over the last few years. Well, and I I think, um, you know, in line with that, Zach and I were talking about this a few few weeks ago. Um, Like one of the things we really desire to see um, is just a deeper commitment to discipleship in community, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I don't mean this in any way uh, as, as an indictment on our people as if that hasn't been happening, but like how do we how do we ensure that our community is built around Jesus and growing in our love for him and knowledge of him um, and not around a bunch of other good things that it mm-hmm. very easily can be, right? Like we can all get excited about a church plant mm-hmm. and the community in and of itself and yet or, or even like Sunday mornings and, and like yeah. the event and not Christ. And and so that's our job as as pastors is to say, how do we ensure that like we're not just running on the fumes of the excitement or even the good things, but like that we're going deeper mm. with with Jesus and, and, and like making that our aim in our own personal lives and therefore, you know, outwardly in, in the lives of other people and making sure that like that's the community people are getting invited into you know mm-hmm. and I've just felt a real pull on that in my own life of like mm-hmm. man like what what's what's driving me to, to keep doing this and and uh, to, to work hard at this and I know so often it's it's just other things like good things mm-hmm. but um, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm constantly returning to my first love and and want that to be the case for the church right Mm -hmm. so i mean we you know looking back 
as a church in our community, we had two community groups, have two community groups, and we went through Gentle and Lowly together, which I know a, a lot of you guys, uh-huh. pastors here have read, and it was just such a great book to like center us on mm. the person of Jesus and um, in, in even fresh and new ways that a lot of us just haven't thought of, you know? I think coming out of COVID and making sure we wanted to, to focus on on Christ and, yeah. and, and make our people want our people to, to do that, do it together and try to shepherd people through that. But I just want that to consistently and constantly be the, the aim of, of everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and, and gosh, that, that's so encouraging and I think even convicting to me, mm-hmm. I think as you, we, we all get exposed when we consider the other things that might be driving us Yeah, other than that captivation with Christ that when when that's what's driving us all of a sudden the the other everything else falls yeah yeah it's, it falls into it's where place. it's supposed to be yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. and and the, our purpose hmm. uh, in our places our purpose in our community becomes clear we don't, we don't have to fight for it yeah <laughs> right because it becomes clear um, okay so I I want to ask about you you even just a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about prayer requests asked about just to be praying for your location and mm-hmm. I know you've been for a lot of this time I've been meeting in homes and backyards and driveways and um, all sorts of different places for the last six. How long have you been in the? How long have you been in the um, hotel? A year, just, just a, a little, year. little over a year. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you've been in the hotel for a year, which is which has been great and mm-hmm. it was an awesome answer to prayer. But I also know, like, you just feel like it, it, it isn't quite sustainable mm-hmm. long term. Um, how how's that search going? Where where are things at? Yeah, so actually, um, just this morning, I came from I came here from a meeting with the leadership team at a small local church in our area, uh, talking with them about the possibility of us renting their facility for our weekly worship, and they are very excited about that and very enthusiastic about it. And um, there's some formal steps that they're church needs to take as part of their processes, but it looks like they're going to be extending us an invitation um, to meet if we want to um, at their place on Sunday evenings. And then I actually have a meeting tomorrow with the pastor of another church, uh, who likewise is very enthusiastic and excited about trying to support us and help us grow and, uh, and join with them to try to engage our community and um, looks like they may have some space for us that we could use on Sunday mornings as well. Um, so still waiting for that, that, that formal invitation as well, but it appears that we have two legitimate long-term options mm. in front of us um, that we would be able to take. We're, we're currently scheduled to be at the hotel through the end of this month and then it looks like we'll be able to roll into one of those two uh, options as we figure out which one we think is going to be best for us. So it's been a year and a half that we've been engaged in a search for a longer term home, um, one that was not just financially sustainable, but one that would allow us to to grow numerically as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been pretty frustrating. Mm. And so these two have really shown up just in the last month. And aside from the answer to prayer of giving us a space, I think 
what is more overwhelmingly encouraging is the perspective of the the two pastors and their churches that that they've expressed to us of they see us as partners in the gospel mm. to reach the community and neither of them have expressed any sort of hesitancy on what is this going to mean for our church how is this going to somehow diminish their church bodies they've only really been focused on what does this mean for the capital c church in hawthorne lawndale gardena and and how we can partner together for the sake of the souls in our in our neighborhoods it's just it's been amazing to really stumble upon these guys <laughs> by complete you know accident on our end by god's good providence uh, and to get to hear their heart and to see that and to see how we are looks like going to be the beneficiaries of it yeah i, I think it's worth to just like looking back briefly to highlight god's just incredible provision mm. through that season of like we went from meeting originally in the Wozniak's home who literally searched for a home with the intent of hosting church there, which is incredible, you know, four months and then COVID. And then we were online for a bit. And then we, we met in the Pierce's backyard cause they had bought a home. And so we were able to meet there and then they were moving to a new place. And just before that, the Nixes moved into that back property. So us and them were renting on the same property essentially. Uh -huh. And so then we could meet in our driveway um, and our landlord was cool with it. But after a bit of that, basically our neighbor, um, who, you know, we, we, we had spent time getting to know and, and, um, but he, he hated us having church there. I mean, he told me he, he just hated very politely. He, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he really detested like hearing us singing on Sunday mornings and like, you know, we weren't amplified or anything. And it, it was, it was pretty weird. Um, so then we were wrestling with, well, how much, you know, obviously we're not going to stop church because of the stop gathering, I should say. Um, but we also want to try to be good neighbors. So what does this look like? And and then the, the hotel option opened up and, and that was like, that was out of our budget. Mm. But, but because of West LA's provisions and our people's generosity and the fact that we had no expenses besides <laughs> that for, you know, two years, yeah. we, we, we were able to do that. Yeah. And so... Like God just kept providing these places for, mm -hmm. for us to continually gather. And and at, we were gathering pretty early in the pandemic because we were outdoors mm -hmm. and we, we didn't have that many people. And so we right. could do it in a backyard, you know? Um, so I, that just meant so much to us on so many levels. And it's, it's really encouraging. Like, even if these churches don't work out for us, like God's going to provide for us, mm -hmm. you know, he, mm -hmm. we're, it's going to be fine. And like, it's, it's so cool. Like our people trust that. Mm -hmm. And We'll see what happens. You oh, know, so it's a cool. it's a sweet spot to, to live in a sense. Yeah. Um, but we also want a place. Like, right. like you know, <laughs> right. we, we were talking before this. Like, there is something to uh, the 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 building. Uh, obviously, not as foundation. Uh, nothing close to that. In the, the pyramid, right? Uh -huh. But uh, but like an important place to invite people in. Mm -hmm. um, and because of our unique kid situation, like there are challenges at the hotel with that, yeah. and. Um, so yeah, we 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 are praying for and, mm. and trusting God for the right place for us. But mm. you know, however long that takes, I was thinking back to Shoreline days, right? That was seventeen years ago, fall yeah, yeah. two thousand five, and yep, yep. we were in a hotel, and then we were in this hotel random Latrova. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, it. art space, <laughs> art space, and Dark then a movie, space, theater, movie and, theater, and then 
Cornerstone West LA, right? Yeah, yeah. It was birthed out of that. Yeah. So after six years of that. S- yes. Yeah, yep. Yep. Five, six years. Six and a half. Yeah. Halfway there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> These know, years don't count. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I. That's what too. What is? I mean, number one, it's so encouraging to see the Lord's faithfulness every step of the way. You, you look back. I mean, it is. It's like all of life. It's what God repeats over and over and over yeah, in the Bible, exactly. right? Yeah. It's like, remember. <laughs> but in the midst of remember it. Remember what I did. Yeah. Because it's always, like, I'm always good. I yeah. always prove myself faithful. And he has. Um, and, but not only that, but I, what's so amazing to me is that you've been able to, even just in the last, what, month? Two months? Build these relationships. These relationships that he had prepared. Mm-hmm. Not just with churches looking for a tenant. Mm-hmm. Not just for some like cash strapped church that's like looking for some income, but for gospel partners. Mm-hmm. Like, what an incredible like I, I know that's what you guys have longed for. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. just a place, but is also some gospel partnerships with other right. like minded churches. And to see I mean, to see what the Lord's doing even just in this moment right now is so exciting. Yeah. We never when we were planning to plant the church we never went into it with the assumption that God wasn't already at work. Yeah. That, 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 (laughs) you know, that it's a black hole in the, right. That that the South Bay needed us to show up to bring the gospel to him. We were never under that misconception. Yeah. We knew there's faithful churches. We don't know who they are. We don't know how many there are. We knew that there were some out there and we were very eager to go down there and find out who they were and get to know them and link arms with them. Mm -hmm and say, hey, we're here to, to come alongside and join you in this. Mm. And because of how things worked out, our ability to do that was severely stunted. Yeah, yeah. But that desire and that intention has never gone away. Mm. And so, yeah, the opportunity in the last couple of months to finally begin to make meaningful connections in that direction has just been incredibly exciting and I I can't wait to see uh, I can set aside like the use of their facility I'm excited to see what these relationships are going to grow into in the years ahead and what it's going to mean for our church's ministry and their church's ministry and for our communities as a whole Mm. so cool and I mean again they're just snapshots of the incredible work like all the types of things that the Lord has had prepared Mm. when he drew and drew up this plan drew you down there you know uh brought all these people together for this purpose um but to see the fruit the different fruitions and and really the exciting moment in the life of that in one sense if 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 he would have told you on the front end like yeah it'll be about three years (laughs) and then uh you're gonna start you know (laughs) Feeling some of these things that you're like, well, wait, isn't that month three? Like, isn't that when we start that? Isn't it month three? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, thankfully, he doesn't tell us what the future holds. The Lord is very gracious to not tell us the future. <laughs> but it's also uh, so perfect in the perfect timing. And like, like you said, what he's bringing and inviting people into now as well yeah. is a family that didn't exist in those early months yep. of people that were doing something together yeah um but i I think there's a i mean this is probably you know for a different podcast or whatever but like obviously a lot of of lessons in terms of church planting and yeah obviously things we 
have learned from the hard way. But uh, but like one of the things, and and I'm, I know you know Shalom feels this is is like sending a, a family. Yeah. And and multiple pastors, right? We we're all yep. committed to that. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's, yeah. but like multiple pastors and multiple families. Yeah. Because you want to send that community. The idea of sending even a couple families to me is like I I, I would. You know, I'm sure there are exceptions, but yeah. generally would counsel against that. I think, mm. I think you want to send a, a significant family of believers who can who can already be that community there, for the sake of caring for one another, mm. and the sake of inviting people in that then you can care for and bear the burdens of yeah. collectively. You know, yeah. um, and so again, I you know, <clears throat> we were just so blessed by getting that, and I, I know like we all wanted that. You know, yeah. when, when we were planning to go out. Um, but, but to actually have it and, and, uh, you know, and and again, there were different stages along the way and people moved down during COVID and, um, yeah, we've, it's just been really, really incredible. It's it's so interesting. I mean, I, I I had a similar thought, even as you guys were both talking and and, I mean, the thought that went through my head is like, this is why, this is why church, church plants, this is why you send out pastors. Yeah. (laughs) And not entrepreneurs, yeah. right? And if a if a pastor is particularly entrepreneurial, okay, great. Like that's a you know different people have different gifts and different gift sets. But like we when we had these conversations years yeah. ago, right? Where like well, isn't the doesn't the if you want to try to start an attempted church, sure, start an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and see what happens. See you know, and and the Lord works through that, and I think that's sometimes in certain soil what He might do. But to establish a church mm. requires family, requires pastors. <laughs> and I, I just, I can't imagine a, um, a entrepreneurial attempts yeah. don't last the last two Well, we, we wouldn't be here. Exactly. No. Yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah. They, like they we, don't. Like family you know, does. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody would have pulled the plug on the entrepreneurial yeah. you know, aspect yeah, yeah. years ago. But like, you're no, right. No. Like we, we're committed and convicted of the like that reality mm-hmm. and that's kept us going yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not the numbers of it's like hey we believe god is doing a work here yeah among the you know 40 ish people yeah kids included and and so it's it's just it's worth it like we said earlier like yeah. there's no there's there's no question and god that, builds you know? his church from that yeah it's exactly. sustainable and long-term way. i mean it's yeah. just incredible yeah exactly yeah. i mean i've told myself and and again not to you know not not that we don't want to reach other people yeah. but but i've told myself like if 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 i'm called to pastor here for the long term and it ends up being this body of you know 40 ish mm-hmm. people for a lifetime like that's that's not in like not valuable you yeah. know like that is valuable yeah. that's kingdom work and i'm committed to that if, yeah. if that is in fact what we are called to yeah you know and and that might raise evaluation questions and things like that but yeah, yeah. but like if, if we're seeking to do God's work, then we have to be committed to serving mm-hmm. his people and the, the way he brings them in and yeah. calls us to. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so encouraged. I mean, it's part of why I think it's really important to me increasingly around here. I mean, and it's also been three years. People are like, How, how's the Sur- South Blade church plant? Yeah. I'm like, well, it's, yeah. They're, they're not a church yeah. plant. It's not a church yeah. plant. It's not a church plant. No. It's, yeah. it's a church. That's right. <laughs> right. It's quarter of South Bay. This is, uh, and, and why I think even now, I mean, and we've we've had these conversations. I think it's part of the nature of even our relationships together too. Like, see you not as a church plant or like a daughter, but as 
sister churches mm-hmm. as co-laborers mm-hmm. together. It's incredible work. And I, I feel just both incredibly privileged and have also been, I mean, you know, we, we've had conversations over the last three years where uh, I've been affirmed, challenged, encouraged by what the Lord's doing there, what he's doing in your hearts, even as he's and he's strengthening his church here mm-hmm. as we continue to, to partner and grow together um, in this incredible, it's a part of what has set a uh, example for Shalom and part of why Shalom is why the Lord's doing how the Lord's doing what, what he's doing through there is mm-hmm. through um, that incredible work and your guys faithfulness and the um, faithfulness of the Lord to that inc- entire community through this it just reverberates um, through our all of our bodies and so I'm just I'm so thankful for it thankful yeah for that. Mm-hmm. thankful for you guys I mean and I'll say I, I know Zach and I still I think rightly feel pastored by you guys, mm. you know, and, and, and that's a, such an important thing. Cause like we're, we're, you know, we went down there and safe to say learning to, to pastor mm-hmm. in new conditions. Yeah. And, and so it's yeah. like, um, and, and learning to pastor one another. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's, um, yeah, that it's, it's been a sweet blessing to, to stay connected and we can't really see can't see doing it any other way, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, it's been very uh, affirming in that in that sense. So. I actually got a chance this morning as I was meeting with the leadership of this other church, trying to explain the relationship <laughs> between <laughs> us and Cornerstone West LA. And they, you know, it was, it was awesome for me. Like I just, <laughs> I just loved getting to do it. And because they were, you could see it on their faces. They were, trying to make sense of it you know like they were just it 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 was so foreign Mm. what i was trying to describe to them um foreign to them but just yeah a a real blessing to us and such a sweet i think example of what it looks like for churches to partner together and support each other Mm. and we're yeah super thankful for it cool well thank you guys so much thanks for the time thanks for sharing this i mean sure this is all that stuff we talked about. It, it, it? It, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I wanted to thank you for carving out the time to bless our church community, mm. the growing church community, both in people that have know you have been pastored by you both and are just, I know, blessed anytime they get to hear from you, um, but also for all those new people who don't really know either of you yet and mm. have an opportunity to get introduced to the what the Lord's doing um, there and to this part of our church family, this kind of extended family and nature of our church family. Any, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I was going to say, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. But a- any, uh, any thoughts or encouragements three years down the road, looking back, also knowing where our church is at and with the um, new people that have come, any encouragements or reminders for Cornerstone West L.A.? Mm-hmm. Um, as you think about us as as your brothers and sisters, as um, pastors that I know love our people dearly too. Um, any last encouragements or um, reminders you'd love mm-hmm. to leave them with? <laughs> Zach and I are so on the same page here. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll just, I, I, I will just, always want to encourage people to stay committed to 
Jesus and communing with him and um, and as a result of that to stay committed to his bride and and, and at the local church level and so to um, to think of themselves yourselves as as family and and to love like that you know mm. um, and to um, trust your pastors mm. so that's easy for me to tell another body I, <laughs> tell, tell my own our own people to trust us is uh, <laughs> always comes with fear yeah. and trembling <clears throat> to yeah. say the least uh, you know I was up here um, circumstances brought me up here and I just spent a day working uh, out of one of you guys' office a couple months back and uh, I walked through the sanctuary to get up to you guys' library to steal your books uh-huh. and um doesn't seem you guys are reading them, so I didn't figure you'd miss them. Uh, <laughs> you brought a lot home. <laughs> um, do, you, do you have the Motier's commentary on Isaiah? <laughs> that is one, actually. I think he has I it. I can't figure. Do you, you have, have it? it? I do have it. You have it. Oh my gosh! I, I thought even, Brian. I didn't even think that. I didn't even I'm just think, kidding. Uh, uh, man, I, I should have brought it up here. You. I didn't uh, even think to ask we'll, you. We'll get it up here. It was you honestly. It's, it's it's the best. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> Two more weeks. I don't need it. I don't need this for good. Oh, okay. I got to get it to you. That's really funny. That was kind of a long shot. Anyways. When all else fails, check with the South Bay. They probably have your books. Oh, Shalom. I'm sorry. You were, so you were. No, so I I was passing through the sanctuary. I was playing Meredith's stores. And I was, I was uh, surprisingly sort of struck by a kind of a wave of emotion as I went through the sanctuary, as I. I was reflecting on the years that I spent sitting in those pews as quote unquote, just a church member Mm. and how I, what caught me was how much I took for granted what was happening here, Mm. what was available to me, the services that were provided to me, um, the opportunities that were extended to me being a part of, a church like this one that I didn't get, I didn't appreciate. I was very sort of passive in taking hold of. And now, you know, being a, being a pastor and being the pastor, one of the pastors of a small new church that's trying to get established and sort of being on the other side of the, the leadership equation and getting a better glimpse of, what it takes, not not just the work that is involved to do all of that, but the heart behind it and what you hope for your people and the sort of uh, sanctified expectations that you have mm-hmm. for them and realizing how much I, when I was here, um, just didn't see that or understand that. Uh, it, it really, it, yeah, it was kind of convicting, mm. honestly. Um, and so I guess my encouragement would just be to not be me, <laughs> 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 to not do that. Um, and to know that, you know, your, your pastors have, and we know this because we know you guys personally, and we had the opportunity even to serve with you guys in this capacity for a season. But your pastors have such a heart 
such a love and affection for you, such a desire to see, as Chris was saying earlier, to see you go deeper with Jesus because that is absolutely the best thing that they can give to you. Mm-hmm. And everything that they are doing is is to that end. And they are pouring themselves out for you in ways that I know you don't see because I know what I didn't see and I know what I do now that isn't seen, but it's there and so don't just, you know, show up passively and participate in a service or, you know, engage in small talk at your community group. Really try to take hold of what is being offered to you to help you grow and also to give you opportunities to serve the Lord mm. in the work that's going on here. Mm. I appreciate that. I appreciate that encouragement and it's a blessing it's honestly it's a blessing to hear it's it's humbling it's also um really affirming mm-hmm. and it's affirming both in of, i know my heart but also i think what i see around me in who, what the lord is is building here and all the people i'm involved in what he's brought together here so mm-hmm. i really appreciate that and i um I'm just so thankful. I love getting to hang out with you guys in any context, even if it's with microphones in front of our faces. <laughs> Good thing you're not always in front uh, of our faces. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's there's more like casual, enjoyable ways to hang out, but I'll take what I can get and uh, love to get to do this. And also, I mean, even as you were saying, I think similarly, the affection I know we, I know I feel for you is also, is also in a way representative of all of Cornerstone South Bay. Mm. I think just the entire church family there that we love, I love so dearly. Mm. So many good friends, so many um, people that I care deeply about and couldn't be more excited for where they're at, for the fact that they are have the opportunity to be pastored by you guys and to be a part of this is an incredible moment mm. in this incredible work that the Lord's doing. So... Um, excited for that glory to him for Amen. all that he's doing and excited for what uh lies ahead so yeah. we, Thanks, we, we we might need to i don't know tag on a little and i'll have you like record a tiny little update on what where you actually land location wise <laughs> since by the time this gets released Maybe. you know i don't know you it may, it may all be settled yeah but um lord willing yeah we'll be praying for that be praying for you be praying for the church and particularly for this yeah. season thank you thank you so yeah it's great and thank you all for listening We love you as we know you know, and we'll see you on Sunday.